How you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying the Afid test, Tav 19 of Masech the Kedushin. Friends, uh, friends, what are we talking about? Where are we even starting? Uh, oh yeah, okay. Uh, alright. Alright. Uh, yeah, okay. Alright. Alright, uh, okay, I guess that we're continuing our discussion about Yud, I guess. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're discussing Yud, right? That you have uh, an Adon, and an Adon acquires an Amo Ivria, and then he has the option to marry her. So we're going to discuss that. Um, so we started it. We started discussing it, I think, yesterday. And then uh, we're going to continue discussing it today. All right. We're going to sign that few tests five lines into the page. Or six? Six? One, two, three, four, six lines into the page. Six is a good number. Bayerish Lakish. Six is the years of an Evadivri and an Amo Ivriya. Sheish Shonim Yavu. Vashviyas. Yeti Lachov Shishikhinu. It's a perfect, it's a, it's very, very, makes a lot of sense that we should start on the sixth line of the perk of the daf. Bayerish Lakish, Rish Lakish asks Akasha. Maushim Yair Adon with no cotton. Oh. Can a fellow, can a fellow, be miyayed of no cotton. Can a fellow be miyayed of no cotton? Oh, so can a, can a fellow, uh, you know, if, if you have a, so, so an Odon could marry this uh, Amo Ivriya himself or his son could marry this Amo Ivriya. So, Marsh miyayed Odon of no cotton. So, can, can he, you know, can his son, who's a cotton, do yield with the Amo Ivriya, who, who of course is a katana? Bino Amar Achmano Bino Koldu. So do we say on the one end, look, the Pazik says, live no year then. So his son, regardless of how big or small he is, how old how old or young he is. Odilma Bino Dumidide. Or maybe we need his son to be similar to him. Mahu Galdulav Bino Gold. Just like he is an adult. So also his adult son can do yield, but not his cotton son. Omar Ribzer says Ribzer Tashmakavnir. Ish proudly cotton. So, right, we say by, right, a pasuk, right, so we say by a, a fellow who sleeps with the wife of another fellow. So, that's a capital offense. Offense. So it says, ish pratli koyin, to the exclusion of if it's a koyin who uh, sleeps with an ashes ish. We're not talking about that. Ish pratli koyin, to the exception of a koyin. Ashayinof is ashes ish. Um, who has a relationship with the wife of a ish, an adult, to the exclusion of the wife of a cotton, which is interesting that we're talking, and that's the point over here, is that we're talking about the wife of a cotton. And if you say that the Adon can do yiud with his son who's a cotton, so imkain matzinu ishus So then we see that there is a possibility of marriage for a cotton, in which case, why do we say pratleish's cotton? Why are we excluding the wife of a cotton from capital punishment? Right? If a fellow sleeps with the wife of a cotton, why are we excluding uh, them from capital punishment? Apparently, it would sound like there is husband wifeness, there is marriage for a cotton, as we see, right? If you say that, he could be miyayed, live no cotton, so there is marriage for a cotton. So then you should be chai for ish. So ve'elamai, ain't miyayed. But what, then are you going to suggest that there is no Yi'ud? Are you going to suggest that there is no Yi'ud? Are you going to suggest then 
that you know from the fact that we exclude um, um, the wife of a cotton from capital punishment, right? Meaning, if a fellow sleeps with the wife of a cotton, there's no capital punishment. So therefore, it must be that there's no marriage for a cotton, in which case there's no yiud. But am I coming my late crop? Well, if there's never any marriage for a cotton, then why would the pasuk even need to say prat le cotton to the exclusion of a cotton? Why, why would the pasuk need to exclude a cotton? There's never a case where there's ever marriage bichlal by a cotton. Why does the pasuk need to waste its ink excluding a cotton? Of course, a cotton is excluded. There's no issues, there's no marriage for a cotton. So, tifshut mina demiyayid. So therefore it must be that there is yi'ud. And that's why we're saying that when there is yi'ud for a cotton, there would not be capital punishment for adultery. So now Ravashi says, one second, one second, people, 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 people. When we're talking about Prad Leisha's cotton, we're not talking about yi'ud. We're talking about a situation. Let's do that again. Amr of Ashi says, Ravashi Yochob Yavam Ben Teshashan of Yom Echod. What if you have Ruven who's married to Sarah? Yibum, right? Yavamis. Ruven is married to Sarah. Ruven dies. So now Sarah needs to marry Shimon. The thing is, Shimon is only nine years old. Nine years old in a day. So now he's a cotton, but he's technically able to have Bia. So in that case, so he's a cotton, so they wouldn't do Yibum. But if he did, his Bia is Bia. So that is what the Pasuk is talking about that if this fellow does Yibum, with Sarah, so then if uh, if if there's a, an adulterous affair with Sarah, there would be no capital punishment because Shimon is a minor. So again, Amravashi says Ravashi, we're talking about Shimon who's who's um, a Yavam and he's nine years old in a day. Haba Yivimto, who does Yibum with Sarah, Askin, and that's what we're talking about. They right Bia, the right the Bia is Bia. But Mao de Tema came into Midoraisa, Chazile, Uviaso Bia. So since Midoraisa, technically they could do Yibum and Bia is Bia. So Abole, Mishayeve, Mishayeve, Eishesish. So I might think that if somebody has now sleeps with her, so then there would be capital punishment. Kamash Malon comes a possible to say, Prat, Leishes, Kotin, to the exclusion of the wife of a Kotin, that no, in this case, where this young fellow um, does Yibum with, uh, you know, when he's nine and a day, there would be no capital offense if somebody if there somebody sleeps with the with Sar. My have a law. No, how do we paskin? No, what, what do we say over here? No, what's that law? Tashma, come in here. Amr beevo, Amr biyane, ain yud ela begadol, and yud ela midas. The law is look, there is no yud for an adult. Yud must have das. Taite, I understand. Are we saying that those are two separate things? No, matam ko amar is one thing. Matam and Yud Ela Bigado. How come Yud is only Bigado? That he can only, the Adon can only be Miya. You know, he's of course an, a uh, Gado, an adult, and we, he can only do Yud with his son. His son can only do Yud if his son is Oichir a Gado. So Matam Kamer, so Matam ain't Yud Ela Bigado. How come there can only be Yud if the son is an adult? Lefi, Shen Yud Elamidas. Because yiud um, requires das, and a minor doesn't have das, so therefore there's no yiud for a minor. The by same alternatively, my midas midas dido. Alternatively, no. What does it mean? These right we said 
we said ein yud ele begadol and ein yud ele milas. And we could say that those are two separate things. That that the son would have to be a gadol, or I guess the father for that matter is also, but I assume that the adon is an adult. But anyways, yud can only be when the fellow is an adult. And oichit, oh funny story, I'll tell you in a second. Oichit, um, what's the second thing about ein yud ele midas? That's talking about her. The amo ivriya. Ditani abaye breja babau. That abaye breja babau taught. Asher lo yo'ado. Melamit shetzorich li yo'ado. That, that, um, that when the Pasuk says, Asher lo yo'ado, that it talks about yi'ud. Melamit shetzorich li yo'ado. That he needs to, li yo'ado, to let her know. Right? So basically, if he's uh, marrying this Amor Ivriya, he has to let her know. Hey, look, you're getting married. Okay. And he explains. That it's talking about Yud. According to Abiyosi Bab Yehuda, the Amr Mos are shown as Lava Kedusha Nitnu. Period. That Rabbiosi Bab Yehuda had said, we had seen this before, right? No, we hadn't seen it before? I don't know. I thought we had saw it maybe yesterday. Anyways, yeah. Yes, yes. That the money that is given to the father, right, when the Adon purchases the Amo Ivriya, that money is not Kesef Kiddushin. It's money for the sale of, uh, of his daughter. The, the Kiddushin, right, in, meaning in, 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 in exchange for the money, he gets the value of six years of service. And the Kiddushin would be that if he converts that value to, 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 to Kiddushin, but at that point is the Kiddushin. And therefore, he needs to let her know, like, hey, we're doing Kiddushin now because she's not yet Mikudesh's before then. So if Nachum by Yitzchak Amar says Nachum by Yitzchak Afidu Tame the Kedushin Nitnu, you can even say that actually the money was given to the father for the Kedushin. So then why does he have to let her know? She's already Kilu engaged from beforehand. So shiny, I think that's what it means. That she's a, well, definitely you know if the, if the deal was done with the father, why does he have to let her know anything? But I think we're going to see later on. We're going to see the Afghan New Testament base, the Afghan Nomad base. We're going to see a machlekes about is she, right, what if she accepts Kesef Kedushin. From somebody else when she's already an am. But anyways, we'll get there. Um, but anyways, shiny In any event, um, he would have to right explain to her that there's yud, uh, right, that they're getting married now, because the pasuk says yada that he has to let her know. Um, okay. And yeah, apparently yada is basically yida'a. He has to let her know. Okay. Now, my rabbiosi. Oh wait, I, I told you I would tell you a funny story. So remember Masech the Gittin? One time I said, um, maybe I said it more than one time. Maybe I said it a hundred times. I don't know. But like, you know, in Masech Tegin, I couldn't say fellow and fella so much because I'd say fellow and his wife, right? If a fellow divorces his wife, but, but by, I said in Kiddushin, because they're not yet married, I'm going to be talking about fellow and fella all the time. And if somebody comes in from Masech Kiddushin, they're going to have no clue what I'm talking about because they don't know our jargon yet. I was taka speaking to somebody today. He was telling me I listened to... Dapes of Mesechta Kiddushin, tell me, what, what's with fellow and fellow? I, I said, ah, ha, ah, ha, ha, let me explain. Ha. And I explain fellow and fella, shelo, shela, it's the feminine, it's the, it's, it's the male, f- f- what's the opposite of feminine? Masculine. The fellow is the masculine, fella is the feminine. I had to explain to him. I, I told him, you see, I, I told, I, I knew that if somebody came in from a sechta kedushin, they'd have no clue what's flying. Well, what do you want, friends? What do you want me to do? Should I just stop? Should I stop doing it? No way. 
No way. You like feeling like part of like a special code, right? You like the Babylon Talmud special codes? Let's go right there. My, oh, my, Rabbi Yosef Now tell me about this opinion of Rabbi Yosef We've been talking about Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda, that, um, that, uh, right, that, right, that the Kiddushin is only Basof, right? That, what does it say? The most have shown us love the Kiddushin Nitnu. We saw Rav Nachman Bayiskri says, no, the Taitaka are the Kiddushin Nitnu. So, so, you know, what is this? Right? That the that the post talks about Yud and it talks about uh, redeeming. So shows So there has to be enough time in the day to redeem her, right? So meaning if um right, so in Amalivria, six years she 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 serves the fellow. So in order for there to be so we're saying that. Right, so my so so shows that in order for him to be miyaid her on the last day of her service, there would have to be at least enough time in the day for her to be redeemed. That on the last day, if he wants to be miyaid her on the last day of the six years. So as long as there's enough time left in the day that she could do at least a Shavah Pruta's worth of work, so then she's Mikudashes. But if not, if there's no more time, then ain't a Mikudashes. So Amok, Sover, Mosav, Shonus, Lava, Which means that the money that the Adon had paid the father six years prior was not for Kiddushin. Was not for Kiddushin. And, and, and there would have to be enough time in the day for her to be able to do a Shavah Pruta's worth of work so that there would be a Shavar Puta given at that point for Kiddushin. But the cast of Kiddushin that the father had received six years prior was not Kiddushin. The, the money that the father had received six years prior, you know, as payment for, for selling his daughter, that was not Kesef Kiddushin. Rav Nachman Ba'itzel Gamar Filutemele Kiddushin Nitnu, Rav Nachman Ba'itzel says, no, you can even argue that that Kesef was given for Kiddushin, Shani Yachad Amar Achmona Ve'efda, but still, Nonetheless, you would still have to have enough time uh, for her to do a Shavar Puta's worth of work because the Pasuk Tafka says, that there has to be enough time for Shavar Puta, even if you want to say that the Mo's were initially given the Shem Kiddushin. Okay. Omer Rav, Omer Rav Nachman, says Rav in the name of Rav Nachman, Omer Adam. Apparently, there's a Balmanagin in Eretz Yisrael named Omer Adam. I don't know what kind of Nigunim he sings. I don't know. Is it? So I don't know. So don't. But I was reading this. I was like, oh, there's a fellow, I think, named Omer Adam. So, okay. Levito Kitana. So a fellow could say to his uh, child, his daughter, who's a Kitana, go and accept your case of Kiddushin. From that the initial case of Kiddushin was not given to the father. I keep on saying that the initial money that was given to the father for his daughter is not considered kesef kiddushin. And only if there is a shavar puta's worth left can he be makadasher with that. So we see that essentially she is accepting the kesef kiddushin, not the father. Right? We said the money that the father initially received is not kesef kiddushin. She's receiving the kesef kiddushin via the shavar puta that's left. So here also a father could send his daughter to be Makabal Kesef Kedushin. 
Interesting. Okay. Meaning we had said that if a fellow lends a thousand dollars to a fellow, and then he says to her, look, hold on to the money, that'll be your Kesef Kiddushin. Um, but we're saying here though, but if she gave him a collateral, then Mikudeshes, then it works. That the money initially given to the father was not for Kesef Kiddushin. In which case, um, it's basically the Adon is giving the father a loan of sorts. Okay. And the Amo Ivriya, the daughter, is Be'etzim a collateral. As long as the Shavaputa is left from this loan, he can be Miyayder and marry her. And that would be considered Kiddushin, so you're also, it's fine. And that's a funny example, but okay. Apparently, just like when the Adon gives the, you know, pays the father initially for his daughter, and as long as there's a Shavaputa left, so it's Betzim alone, as long as, and, and she's Betzim a collateral, and as long as there's a Shavaputa left, he can be Makadish with that loan. Since there's a collateral. So also, if a fellow lends a fellow a thousand dollars, and then she gives him a collateral, and he says, you know, okay, you know what I'm going to be you, you know, I read me kudeshously, you know, instead of with the loan, I guess. Apparently that works. Interesting. Tony Rabon. The rabbi said, Ketzad mitzvahs yud. Okay, so now we're going to have, we're going to have a few prices basically for the rest of the daf. The next two are going to be, whatever, are going to be related to um, I guess this machlokas about, you know, yeah, essentially relates to this machlokas of, is she married from the time, right? When the Odon gives the money to the father, is she married from that point, right? Is it considered like Yud already from that point? So, or is it, um, later on, like, like, like Rabbi Yosef Bebuda says that it's, you know, you know, if, as long as there's a shove puta left, so it happens later on. So Tanarban, Ketzamitzvah Yud, how does Yud work? He says to her in front of two witnesses, so the Agos Abach adds, I think something that's important, which is, Hariat me Yudesli, I'm doing Yud, Hariat me Kudeshesli, Hariat me Oresesli, any of those uh, um, phrases. Even if it's at the, at the very end of the six years, even right before on the last day of the six years, and then he treats her as a wife. He doesn't treat her anymore as an amo ha'ivria. That works. Meaning, let's go back to for a second. Rabbi Yosef Bebuda, Omer says, Rabbi Yosef Bebuda, im ye shows by yom kidei lasso simo shavu puta mikudeshes from lamin mikudeshes. And Rabbi Yosef Bebuda, of course, says, look, if there's enough time in the day for her to do a shavu puta worth of work, so then it's kiddushin. That right? Then it, then then it's yud. Right? Then 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 there's kiddushin. If not, then not. If there's not a Shavaputa's worth of time left, then no. So we see according to the Tanakhama, there doesn't have to be Shavaputa because, because the Kiddushin is not happening at the time of you. The Kiddushin is already the father accepted the Kesef Kiddushin earlier. Whereas, um, whereas, um, Rabbi Yosef Yehuda is saying that no, it's happening at the time of you and there has to be a Shavaputa's worth of work for her to be able to do in order for them to be sure for her to be Mkadesh's. Now, Marshall, so, um, and from here you can say, Be'etzim, it's a funny way of saying it, but, Marshall, Le'omer, Le'isha, 
Right, so from here you could say that isha, if a fellow says to a fellow, his kachili me'achshav, be mikudeshes to me from now, le'achar shloshim yom, after 30 days, ufa'achar v'kidsha, and then somebody else came and gave her kesef kedushim besoch shloshim yom, within the 30 days, she mikudeshes la'rishon, that she's married to the first fellow. You hear this? Again, a fellow says to a fellow, to me from now, after 30 days, right? So after 30 days, will be Mekudeshes to me from now. Now, within the 30 days, somebody else is Mekadesher, she's Mekudeshes to the first fellow. So who's this like? If you say it's like Rabbi Yehuda, Ha Im shows by Yom, from Lav, Loy. But Rabbi Yosef Bibita says, one second, that the, that the Kiddushin is only happening at the very end of the Yud, uh, at the very end, meaning at the time that he's Miyayater. And it would have to be a Shavaputa's worth, but not from before then. So if it's Rabbi Yosef Bibi Yehuda, he would be, in this case, he would be married to the second person, not the first person, because the Kiddushin, in the case of the 30 days, would only happen after 30 days, not before. So she would be Mekadesh's to the second guy who was Mekadesh her um, within the 30 days. So Amr Ravacha Braid the Rave, Mashal Rabbonon. It's like the rabbis, right? Who said that 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 the Kesef Kedushim was already from the beginning of right, when the father received it, but that, you know, meaning he received it on, with the understanding that the Yud would be later on. And we're saying in that case, even if there's no Shavaputa left later on, it's still fine because he received it, uh, uh, you know, initially with the condition that it would be later on. So she's basically um, the Yud, I guess, is the whole time. And therefore here also, when he says from now, you'll be married to me after 30 days and then some other guy comes within the 30 days, we're saying that she's married to the first guy. It's like the rabbis. Pshita, but isn't that obvious that it's like the rabbis? So Ma'udatema, I may have thought, Halo Amr Lemi Achshav. Yeah, but if we only had the rabbis, right, when it comes to um, um, the Adon and the Amo Ivriya, he's not saying to her, he's not saying to the father, I'm being Mikadash, your daughter from now. He's paying for her for being an Amo Ivriya. He doesn't say any Me'achshav. So I might think that also by the case of the of the Kiddushin in the 30 days, he wouldn't need to say Me'achshav. So Kamash Mulam, what the Bryce is teaching us is that when it comes to Kiddushin, and he says, Me'achshav, your, your Mikadash is to me, after 30 days, he dafka needs to say me'achshav. If he doesn't say me'achshav, then, then, then the second guy would be mekadashav. Tani idoch. We talk, I have another, um, one second. Fine. Um, where am I? Tani idoch. We have another b'risa. Amokher is bito. Okay. A fellow sells his daughter as an amu ivriyav. Holach v'kidsha le'acher. And then he was mekadashav to a fellow after that, Sichek Ba'adun Mekudeshes Lasheni is, I guess he's, you know, messing, messing over the Adon, and she's Mekudeshes to the second guy. Aish, is not Mekudeshes from the time that the Adon acquired her as a Amar Ivriya. That's of course the opinion of Rabbi who says that the Kiddushin is only at the end, there was no Kiddushin at the time that he sold his daughter, and therefore she's engaged, she's Mekudeshes to the second person, not to the Adon. Whereas the Chacham say no, he still has the right to do yi'ud because the most, the money that was given to the father was Kesef Kedushin. And when he wants to do yi'ud, he can do yi'ud. And the second guy who, who gave the Kesef Kedushin is irrelevant. 
Marshal Omer Leisha, and from, from here you learn that if a fellow says to a fellow, Hayat Mikudeshes Li, Lachashloshim Yom, you are Mikudeshes to me after 30 days. Uva Acher, Vikidsha, Besochloshim Yom, and then somebody else is Mikadesha within the 30 days. She Mikudeshes Lasheni, she's Mikudeshes to the second fellow. Right? If a fellow says that you are Mikudeshes to me after 30 days, and somebody else is Mikadesha within the 30 days, she's, she's Mikudeshes to the second fellow. Mashalaman, who's that according to? Ilim the Rabban, if it's according to the Rabbi, so Amir Rabban Miyut said the Ayid Miyayid. The Rabbi said that, right, that, uh, that the Adon can do Yiud, i.e., the second guy is irrelevant. El Amr Racha ben Durava, Mashalah of Yosef Babuda, it's according to Yosef Babuda. Pshita, isn't that obvious? Yosef Babuda says that she's only Mikudesha, right, the Yiud only kicks in at the end. And if there was somebody who's Mikadeshah before then, she'd be Mikudeshah to the second person. So, of course, when he says to her, you Mikudeshah to me after 30 days, and then somebody else is Mikadesh or within the 30 days, she's Mikadesh to the second person. Ma'adatema may have thought, Halo Omar Shloshim Yom. Yeah, but the thing is, when it comes to Yi'ud, he doesn't say, I'm going to be Miyayid, your daughter, on a specific date, after 30 days, whatever. He says, at some point in the future. So I might think that also by the Kedushin, if he says that, that, right, that you'll be Mikadesh to me at some point in the future, right? So, 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 I'm sorry. I might think, wait, what? So, wait, uh, give me one second. I'm sorry, yeah, this one's a little more confusing. No, when it comes to the Yehud, the, ma- the Adon doesn't say, I'm giving you the, um, the, the money now in order that she'll be Mkudashis to me at a specific um, uh, point. And so, Rabbi Yosef Yehuda says that when it comes to Yehud, the Yehud only kicks in at the time of Yehud, but if somebody was Mkudashis before, she's Mkudashis to the second person. Now, the thing is, when it comes to Yehud, the Adon doesn't give a specific time. So maybe that's why she's Mkudashis to the second person. But in the case where he says, La'achar Shloshim Yom, and he gives a specific time, so then maybe I would say that she's Mkudashis to the first person. Kamaj Melanda, no, even with the specific time, if he says that, that um, you know, you'll be Mkudashis to me in 30 days, and, uh, and, and then another fellow is Mkudashis, she's Mkudashis to the second fellow, not the first fellow. Okay, that was a little bit... Uh, technical in the machlokas between the Rabbon and, and Rabbi Yosef Yehuda. So now, Tanya Idoch. Okay, so now we're like a little bit, a little bit moving on to like a different thing. It's not the machlokas Rabbi Yosef Yehuda and the Rabbon right now. It's kind of a new thing, but another brisa. Tanya Idoch. We learn another brisa. This will bad some take us to the end. Hamocha is Bito. A fellow sells his daughter as an Amo Ivria. Ufasak Amanas Shelo Liyaid. And he sells his daughter as an Amo Ivriya under the condition that there cannot be any Yehud. That's his condition. I'll sell you my daughter as an Amo Ivriya. There, there may not be any Yehud. Niskayimah tonight. Did Reb Meir? says, okay, that's an acceptable condition. Where does the Chacham say? No, it's not an acceptable It's an unacceptable condition. And therefore, if um, the other wants to do Yehud, he can do Yehud. Right? Meaning, she's, she's sold as an Amo Ivriya, but that condition... Forget about it. Because you made a tanai, a condition on something that's written in the Torah. The, the Torah says that when you have an Amr Ivriya, there's a mitzvah of Yud. And you can't, you can't mess around with that. You can't say, no, it's under the condition there's no Yud. No, the Torah says there's Yud. And of course, if somebody makes a condition, a tanai on something uh, that's written in the Torah, forget about it. You can't make a tanai against something in the Torah. Does that imply that according to a mayor, however... If a fellow is masna masha Torah, it's a good tanai, and therefore he could say that I'm selling my daughter as an amir ivya under the condition that there's no yud. How can he do that? Vatanias, we learn we learn in the brayse that Reb Meir does hold of kol masna masha kosovat Torah to no bottle. 
If a fellow is Makadish a fellow under the condition that she can't have any claims against him when it comes to Sheksus Va'ono, when it comes to clothing, food, and beer. She can't have any claims against him. Mary says that it's Kiddushin. And that Tanai about no Sheksus Va'ono, forget about it. No, she's Mikudeshis, but that Tanai is irrelevant. Rabbi Yehuda Omer says, Rabbi Yehuda, oh, my neighbors are going up the stairs. I, 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 Mamash thought they were leaving like two weeks ago. I'm, uh, maybe they're moving in forever. Maybe they're moving in forever. Rabbi Yehuda Omer says, Rabbi Yehuda, B'davish Mamon Tanao Kaim. So Rabbi Yehuda says, look, they're not all the same. Share and Ksus, the Tanai the, the, the is, it, it, it works. The, the condition works because that's money. And a person could be mochel on money. could say, you know what, fine, I don't need these, these, these financial things. But when it comes to ona, to ona, uh, which is bia, uh, that, but that's pleasure, that's not money, and, and, and you, and, and she can't be mochel on that, and therefore, um, with, with regard to ona, um, it would be, um, bottle. So now, um, says chizkia, shaniyach, the That, so now, no, so what's the question? The question is, Rav Meir says that if a fellow says, I'm selling you my daughter under the condition, that there's no yud, Rav Meir says he can do that. Uh, but that's a valid tonight. But how can it be a valid tonight? Isn't it masna mashakosu batorah? Well, the Torah actually says le'ama that he sells his daughter le'ama paimim she'enu mocher el le'ama. Sometimes he could talk a seller exclusively as an ama, i.e., only for the work, but not for marriage. Right, le'ama bilvad. He can do that. Zikzeres akosuv says Rav Meir that he could sell her as an ama bilvad. Now the rabbis who say he cannot do that, that it's masna mashakosu batora to no bottle. According to the rabbis, my what do they do with la'ama? They use it for the following They say, so we have a brisa that says the Tanakama, that when it says that a fellow can sell his daughter he can sell her and even if it is, right, sell her as an ama, even if it's to like a mamzer, for example. But once I, we, why do we need a pasuk for that? Can I learn it out logically? Technically, kiddushin is tofes to a mamzer. It's aser, but like there is, right, there is technically kiddushin. So certainly then, when it comes to an ama, which isn't actually technically kiddushin, it could lead to that, but it isn't. You know, uh, uh, um, and by definition, kiddushin. Certainly, you should be able to sell her to a mamzer. To which we say, no, that's not really a good kavachomer because malim mikadshu lipsulim. That I understand why he could be mikadesh or lipsulim. She can't order mikadesh as bitok she naira. A fellow can even be mikadesh's daughter when she's a naira. So it's not so crazy. He can be mikadesh when he's a naira. When she's a naira, he could be mikadesh or lipsulim. But when it comes to Amma, there's more rules. You can't sell her as an Amma Ivrya when she's an Ira. She goes free when she's an Ira. You can't sell her when she's an Ira. And guess what? I can argue you can't sell her to Psulim either. So that's why I have the Pasuk that says that it teaches that you can sell her to Psulim. Rabbi Lezer says, look, the fact that a father could sell his daughter to Sulim comes from a different puzzle. That the relationship with the you, the, the, the relationship, the marriage between the Adon and the daughter is bad. And, and, the, and the Amo Ivriya is bad because, you know, it's, he's a puzzle, he's a mamzer. Okay, so that's talking about 
doing yiud, right, that he can have a, he could sell his daughters, and Amo to somebody who's possible. So what do we learn out from the Amo? So it teaches according to Blazer that he can even sell her to relatives. He can even sell her to relatives. Don't we know that he could sell her to relatives? It's logical. If he could sell her to Psulim, like a mamzer, right? Somebody who's always objectively possible. Certainly he could sell her to relatives who are, I guess, not objectively possible. Um, so ma lemocher lefsulin. Yeah, but the difference is if he sells her to psulim, shemrotzli yaid miyad miyad. Look, technically speaking, he could be miyad to psulim, right? It's, it's not allowed, right? She, a mamzer with the basi Yisrael, but it would be kiddushin im kurenu lekrovim shemrotzli yaid eno miyad, where you can't you can't necessarily sell her to. I wouldn't necessarily say it's logical to say that he could sell her to relatives where yiud would be impossible if it's arayis. So I'm gonna call the ama. That's why we need the pasuk to say Laama that even Malamit Shemochel Lekrovim according to he says that Laama teaches that a fellow can sell his daughter to relatives even though there's no possibility of Yehud, but still uh, he can sell his daughters in Ama Ivriot to relatives. So the Rabbanon who say that if a if a fellow, so we had seen a machlok between Reb Meir and the Rabbanon. Rav Meir had said, if a fellow sells his daughter as an Amma Ivriya and says with, that there's no possibility of Yehud, Rav Meir says, okay, that's fine. It's Beseder, because after all, the Pazuk says Le'amma and teaches that he could sell her even uh, without the possibility of Yehud. The rabbis say, no, it will be Masna Vashikos of So what do they do with Le'amma? Well, they learn it out. You know, the, the Chachamim learn out from Le'amma um, to say that uh, it could be Lipsulim. Rav Eliezer learns it out to say that he could sell his daughter to Krovim. Rav Meir Lipsulim so Mary says that with in terms of how do we know that he can sell his daughter Lipsulim, Nafkale Meikhut and Nafkale Rebeliazer. He learns it out where Rebeliazer learns it out from Imrab Eni Adunel. Bikrovman, how do we know that a fellow could sell his daughter to relatives? Savalakurabonon, he holds like the rabbis, the Amri ain't Mochilakovim. He holds like the rabbis, you talk and say you actually can't sell your daughter to relatives. Okay, fine. Tani Khada Mochil Aviv. So we have one Bryce that says that a fellow can sell his daughter to his father, but he can't sell his daughter to his son. We have another Bryce that says, We have another Bryce that says he cannot sell his daughter either to his father or to his son. So I understand the second Bryce, which says that a fellow cannot sell his daughter either to his father nor to his son. It's like the rabbis, you say that, you're not allowed to sell your daughter to your relatives. So, come on, but I don't understand the first price, which says that you're allowed to sell your daughter to your father, but not to your son. It's not like the rabbis, because the rabbis say you're not allowed to sell your daughter to your relatives, so then you shouldn't be able to sell it to your father either. It's not like, no, um, the op- wait, what? Wait, what? According to the rabbis, you're not allowed to sell your daughter to your relatives. So in the first Bryce, it says you're allowed to sell your daughter to your father, but not to your son. So if it's the rabbis, why would you be allowed to sell your daughter to your father? And and it's not like the rabbi, uh, like Rabbi Yezer, because Rabbi Yezer says you'd be allowed to sell your daughter to your relatives. So why is it saying you can't sell it to your son? So and so the Gemara says, look, really, it's talking, really, that first Bryce is like the rabbis. Now the rabbis had said that you're not allowed to sell your daughter to your relatives as an Amma Ivri. The thing is, when it comes to the father, you technically actually can do yud, not with the father, 
right? So look, when it comes to the father, if a fellow sells his son, I'm sorry, if a fellow sells his daughter as an Amirvia to his father, i.e. the daughter's grandfather, so obviously the, fa- the grandfather would be unable to do yud with his granddaughter. But if the grandfather had another son, so that son would be the daughter's uncle. And there could be, da- there could be yud with the daughter's, right, with her uncle. So therefore, that is why um, he, you could se- a fellow can sell his daughter as Namivya to his father. But he can't sell his daughter as Namivya to his son because that's just impossible because either it would be his sister or um, if uh, his son has a son, but then the son would be marrying his father's sister, which is also not allowed. So therefore, you, you could say that it's the rabbis who say you're not allowed to sell your daughter as Namivya to your relatives. The thing is, so that's why you can't sell it to your son, her to your son, but you can sell it to your father because technically if your father has another son, that would be your uncle and you could technically do you. Friends, that was Avyud Tess of Mesechta Kiddushin. Um, Okay, a few tests of Ralph, we talked about can you do Yehud with your son who is a uh, cotton. In the end, we said that no, you can only do Yehud with a Gadol. And, and then, that's me, so right, we discussed the Machlokas between the Rabban and Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda, about is the Kiddushin, right, is the money that he gives the father a Kess of Kiddushin? Um, or is it not Kess of Kiddushin? And, 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 you know, the Kiddushin happens at the time of Yehud, and therefore there would have to be at least a Shavu Puta left at the time of um, Yehud. Then we talked about can um, a fellow uh, be miya, uh, uh, sell his daughter to somebody and make a condition that Yehud is out of the question? Rabbi Mary says yes, the Rabbanon say no. We talked about can you sell your daughter to um, people, right, to Psulim? Seems to be yes. Can you sell your daughter to Krovim? It's Machloks in the Rabbanon Rabbi Eliezer. The Ezra says yes, the Rabbanon say uh, no, because there's no, there's no actual possibility of you. Um, okay, friends, that's the you test them. Hope you enjoy. Peace out.